That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What's good? It's another episode of DX Daily, a podcast brought to you by Hip Hop DX. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky here. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. And it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, hey. It's that time of year where you stuff your face, you gain an extra 15 pounds. But more importantly, uh, we get into some of the things that we are thankful about just this year and in life overall, and especially in hip-hop, since, of course, this is the podcast where we talk to you about everything that's going down in hip-hop culture. So we thought it would be a good idea to just go through some of the best moments that we are personally thankful for in hip-hop in the year 2021 i mean from versus battles to funny moments to favorite albums that just impacted us so much this year let's get into our top moments to be thankful for yeah there's a lot to get into so we got a limited to our top 10 but these top 10 do hit heavy Yes. Before we get right into those, though, make sure you follow the podcast. You sitting home, you eating that plate of macaroni and cheese. You got the yams in front of you. Just go ahead and hit the follow button. It's all right. You know, we are thankful for you listening to another episode of DX Daily. So now that that's out the way, let's kick it off. Let's get right into it. Do you you want to kick it off or you want me to kick it off? I'm going to let you go first because... I want to see what your what your um, list is, and I'm gonna try to like go off of it and try to match it, so it kind of go back and forth if that makes sense. All right, well, off rip. One of my favorite moments of this year, hands down, the locks versus Dipset versus battle. Mm. Like just, just I gotta clap it up for Jada Kiss, Chic Luch. And Styles P. Like those guys, Dipset too, because they're Dipsets shortcomings added to the the greatness of the entire battle but the energy from both different groups just it was an epic epic moment like it was on august 3rd at the huli theater at madison square garden first epic thing having a versus battle at msg like who was whoever's idea that was chef's kiss now then you just have all of the trash talk from both sides you also had jada kiss criticizing dipset for not knowing their lyrics and forgetting the words to their songs using backing tracks so you had that element to it as well like they're going at each other's performances they're going at each other's skills that just real authentic new york hip-hop energy was present from jump and then you had Jada Kiss essentially calling out people, getting in people's faces. It looked like they might have been about to fight at one point, but then they reeled it back in. They even had like special different elements from the ring announcer bringing them out. Like there's just so many different parts of this versus that made it what it was. 
And one of the major moments I liked about that versus battle was when Dipset tried to say, oh, y'all ain't got no records for the ladies. And Jadakiss turned it up, okay? He brought out all the records for the ladies, the Mariah Carey song, everything. And I'm just like, wow, the locks really came to get their respect. And Jadakiss really, really shined on that stage. And then, of course, the most epic moment of the night overall, the one that still circulates on social media to this day, is Jada Kiss going off about New York being the mecca of hip hop and and Dipset basically not living up to that. And then he goes into this long speech and then he goes into the song New York with Fat Joe and Ja Rule and the whole stadium goes crazy, the whole arena just goes wild and it's like yo this is the most new york hip-hop moment i have seen in years and i mean years so the locks really did that and jada kiss was really mvp of that night and went on to do so many different things after that it's like his career caught a second wind after that really like we saw jada kiss everywhere and we're still seeing him everywhere after this versus battle it's so crazy like even now ghostface and raekwon from wu-tang clan They want to battle the locks just because of the energy that was created that night in Madison Square Garden. So when I tell you that was just a lesson in maximizing opportunity, preparation, having your squad ready, coming to not coming to play whatsoever and really just crushing it and then using that to springboard yourself into other opportunities. That was really one of the best moments of this year for me. Not just in hip hop, but of this year, like just witnessing that, you know, when you feel like you're in a moment where you're witnessing history, hip hop history, I felt like that was one of those moments. Yeah, definitely. So like if if you wouldn't have taken that one, I would have put it on my top five, too, because it was such a good versus battle. Like we were talking about how verse the previous versus battles were kind of like eh, hit or miss. We'll tune in here and there. But this one was like from beginning to end. And it's so funny that we thought that Dipset was going to win. And <laughs> Locks really just killed the versus battle. So it was such a good one. Yeah, it really was, man. I just, I such fond memories of that battle. So many gifs, memes, clippable moments from that battle. <laughs> somebody <laughs> fell off the stage at one point. I forgot who it was. Uh, Jim Jones, somebody from Dipset. It was just an all around entertaining night. Like, I I would have paid money to see that. I really would have paid money to see that. So shout out to the locks and dip set. That was definitely one of my top moments this year. What about yours? One of my top moments is, while we're on the topic of versus battles, is I'm going to have to go with uh, the Bow Wow and Soldier Boy versus battle was probably one of the best like pop culture moments, hip hop moments for me this year because I'm a Bow Wow fan. Like I think Bow Wow has so many hits back in the day. Mm-hmm. And just what he's been able to do, I'm like, I just, I'm a big Bow Wow fan. And you can't knock Soldier Boy for what he's done as well. So for both of them to come together on stage, and they've always been a back and forth talking about verses, ever since verses happened, that they always wanted to go at it or be uh, battling so-and-so and things like that. So their battle took place back in June of this year. And some of the key moments from their versus battle is you had Drake tuned in. He was trolling in the comment section, you know, doing the whole Drake copying Soldier Boy and going in on Bow Wow a little bit. So if you get Drake trolling you during your versus battle, I feel like that's a big accomplishment. You also got, uh, they were trash talking themselves, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow going back and at it. So that's fun to see them because they're friends in real life, but that friendly chatter back and forth is always like fun to see. And then another iconic moment in the versus battle is Soldier Boy ended up playing his Make It Clap song three times during the battle. I don't think. 
Yep. <laughs> first ever. First ever. Another first for Big Draco, man. Just breaking down barriers constantly, doing new things that have never been done before. Got to give it up for that. Got to. And then um, lastly, a couple of the special guests that they had during their versus battle were iconic. You had Jermaine Dupree. You had The Brat. You had 3-6 Mafia. You had the, I guess, the reunion or reconciliation of Little Romeo versus Bow Wow because Little Romeo showed up. And of course, you had Amarion come through too. So if you were a big, you know, 2000s hip hop R&B fan, like this versus battle was the one. So that is definitely one of my top top five moments of this year that I'm thankful for so far. Yeah, no, that was a good one. That was a good one. Bow Wow and Soldier. I like that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Let me see. I do have another one. Now, this one is good because it hasn't happened yet, but just the announcement of it was one of my favorite moments because I'm like, yes, we back, baby. I got to say, the announcement of Dreamville Fest 2022. Got to, got to. Got to put that on my list because – if you just think about the first Dreamville Fest, 2018, it was supposed to happen. They announced all that. They don't even announce the lineup and it sells out. That's mm -hmm. epic off rip. Like this is J. Cole's first festival. He has no history of doing this. Just off J. Cole's name alone, the first Dreamville Festival sold out. Now that was supposed to be in 2018. Then we had that big hurricane. Hurricane Florence came through North Carolina. They had to postpone it. We like, damn, man. Come on, man. So then 2019 rolls around. It finally does happen. Dorothea Dix Park in Raleigh. 40,000 people in there. Sold out. J. Cole hits the stage. Rhapsody, Nelly, Big Sean, SZA, Tiana Taylor. Whole Dreamville, Fest, uh, whole Dreamville Records lineup and roster hits the stage. It's an epic event. Then... What happens? We're supposed to get the next one. We hit a global pandemic. Now we're like, damn, it was so dope the first year. We had to already postpone it. Then we had it. Then now we postponing it again. And now it's canceled indefinitely. So we're just like, all right, I don't know if Dreamville Fest is coming back. Then what happens? J. Cole announces the off-season tour. And when we see the date, we see that Raleigh date. What does it say? Dreamville Festival. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I went crazy. I was in the crib like, it's back. We back on the city of Raleigh. North Carolina is lit. Like, it's OD lit. So I was just super hype about that. And not only did he announce that it's coming back, but he also announced that it's going to be expanded to two days this time. So it's going to be April 2nd and 3rd of 2022. Again, we still don't know the lineup. You know they like to hold that lineup close to the chest and not announce it till it gets closer towards the time for the festival but either way I know it's about to be crazy and I, I know it's going to be even better than the first one so my expectations are just through the roof for this yeah same here uh, I went to the first one as well and went through the same emotions you did in the process of waiting for the next one and things like that so I'm excited for how this two-day fest is going to be now they have two days and if you know North Carolina you know the park is good you know the venue is good and the lineup that's what we're waiting on now is that lineup. Like, we know it's going to be good, but what can it, how can it top him bringing Meek Mill as a surprise guest the right. first year? Like, who's the next surprise guest, you know? Mm, you got to go big. You got to go big. We already talked about that, our predictions for that in previous episodes, though. So you can go listen to the back catalog of DX Daily to get into who we think is going to be at Dreamville Fest this coming year. But yes, that was a super epic moment for me. What about you? Second one for me, also on the J. Cole train, is him actually going out and living out his basketball dreams. Now, when he was getting ready for the offseason, yeah. <laughs> that was a moment. That was a moment. Got to give it to him. <laughs> 
who else was rapping and playing basketball? Like, not first, though, because people become basketball players, then they try to rap on the side, too. Nah, J. Cole's a rapper and then became a basketball player. What? Exactly. So um, when he was getting ready to drop the off-season album, he he had teased with an off-season documentary about, like, five minutes or so. And in that documentary, it kind of hints on more of him um, wanting to have played basketball professionally and things like that. He's always talked about it. And you notice it in his albums of being of him loving basketball. So once the album dropped, um, I was, we were seeing tweets where it said like, you know, J Cole was on the court the next day of just like playing a pickup game or not even really in basking that he just dropped his long awaited uh, next album. But then after that, he did decide to join the basketball Africa league. And even though he didn't do so good while he played, um, the fact that he was able to even just check that off his list of being able to play basketball professionally is dope to see at some point in his life. So that was a thankful moment because he got to live out. He's living out his dreams, period. That's why the name Dreamville is so fitting for this man, because it's like he's going after it. It doesn't matter what it is, what arena it's in, whether it's starting his own label and bringing up other artists, whether it's living out basketball dreams, sneaker dreams with Puma, any arena he wants to be in, anything that's a dream of his, he's going after it. So the brand 10 out of 10 on the brand name for J. Cole and 10 out of 10 on the follow through with all of these things that he wants to accomplish and check off his list before he scrams, as he put it, <laughs> when he gave us that list of things he wants to do before he retires. So, yes, congrats to J. Cole on that. More congrats are in order, too, because my next one is a quick one, but a pertinent one. Nonetheless, Lil Baby, the rise of Lil Baby in 2021 has been astronomical. Like, he was already killing it in 2020, but just he really cemented himself as one of the leaders of the new school in the year 2021. And he said it in the song, Emotionally Scarred. He said, I could see me taking the lead over the new school. And he literally did that this year. I mean, from countless features on all of these different people's records and albums to even doing his own collaborative album with Lil Durk. That was a whole moment, the voice of the heroes. And it's so crazy because Dirk and Lil Baby were literally the ones that were on everybody else's songs. Like the top two, yeah, definitely both in the top five of just new age artists of this year. And for them to come together, it was just like, yo, this is like Batman and like Superman linking up. Hey, listen, I'm not into the Marvel and the DC and all of that. So maybe I'm not the one to make this analogy, but <laughs> it's like uh, whatever the two biggest superheroes are linking up. <laughs> that was Lil Durk and Lil Baby. Um, they made $15 million on the Back Outside tour. Amazing, amazing show. We talked about that in previous episodes, too. You can listen to our actual recap episode from when we went to the Back Outside tour. But just great production value on the show. Lil Baby stepped his performance game up so far from what it used to be in previous years. And it's just really to be commended. Giving back to the community several times throughout the year. Doesn't do it in an attention-grabbing kind of way. Just really just gives back to the people and touches the people in multiple different ways. Like, I know him even doing things for George Floyd's family, him buying sneakers for the whole neighborhood, buying out the Foot Locker, like just all of these different things that I've been seeing Lil Baby do um, without seeking applause for it is just really commendable and honorable, and it shows why he's in position to be the leader that he is for this generation. So, yeah, Lil Baby definitely was one of my favorite moments of 2021, and this spanned across different moments, but his rise as a whole 
was one of my faves to see it this year. Yeah, Little Baby has one hell of a year with 2021. And I feel like he's going to continue to have great years. But this year alone has been tremendous for Little Baby. So he definitely deserves to be on this list, too. Yeah, he wasn't lying, man. When he put out that My Turn album, it really was his turn after that. Like in the next two years following that album, it really was his turn. So, yeah, Little Baby definitely is one. Now, what's your next one? So uh, my next one has to be, uh, this is one one woman we talk about a lot on the podcast, but it's going to be Sweetie and all of her bags this year alone. I don't know if anybody else had more jobs than Sweetie <laughs> this year. Any more brand deals, partnerships. Maybe Travis Scott is like the only one that could rival it. But yeah, no, that's Miss Keep a Bag for sure. Exactly. And so I'm, I don't know the exact timeline, but I feel like um, the very first big one was when she had um, her song uh, with Doja Cat Best Friend. Off rip is that my Bessie and a Tessie. Boom, she gets a Tesla, a Tesla competition that people were going to give a, she was going to give away Teslas to a few lucky people. So you partner up with Tesla. That's big already. And then she goes into, she had like a, a nail polish with Kiss Color. So she had her own nail polish. Mm-hmm. Then when she was going through that stuff with Quavo, um, after the breakup, she got a partnership with Quay Sunglasses. And she kind of hinted of like, oh, is it, it's not Quay, it's Qua Sunglasses, something like that. She made a play about it. She's very smart with what she does with her social media and she takes something that may be going on with her personal life and she puts it to, you know, a a paid get a bag life. So there was that (laughs) ordeal going on. She also has um, the one with Crocs. She got her latest partnership with Crocs. Then she had the Mac makeup. She had the biggest one, the McDonald's Sweetie Meal. That's the huge one. Mm. And then, then the latest one I feel like is the Dre Beats one. So all those big brands, companies, bags, like, we got to look up what Sweetie's net worth is in the next couple months because it's got to be tremendous. <laughs> nah, the girl is getting to it. And even like music wise, having her song featured on the most recent episode of Insecure, that was a huge moment too. Like she's doing it not only on the brand front where she's actually crushing it like more than the music front, but she's doing it in music too at the same time. Even with this latest Grammy nomination for her song Best Friend with Doja Cat, like the girl Saweetie is making moves. And it's so funny because people try to down her and people try to downplay the music skills, her rap abilities. But it's like she's making more moves than people you would consider 10 times a better rapper than her. So who's really winning? Who's really winning? Hmm. Ask yourself that. Yeah. (laughs) Congrats to Saweetie, man. She's had a hell of a year as well. Now, the next one that I want to get into is something that I'm not going to talk too long on because we already went over this as well. You know, we we give the flowers at DX Daily, clearly, because all of these moments that we're mentioning is stuff that we've gone over and given praise to in the past. Um, But this Wale for Lauren 2 album, I'm especially thankful for this because just when you talk about a cohesive, solid project where the attention is paid to lyricism, the attention is paid to themes in the music, the attention is paid to different genres and blending different sounds, all of that is encompassed in Wale's For Lauren 2. 
we had a whole Wale appreciation episode. So if you want to hear the song by song breakdown of like my favorites and all of that, of all of our faves, you can go listen to that. But of course, like some of the key moments was the poke it out moment that he gave us with J. Cole. They gave us, you you would think they would give us old lyricism, boom bap type vibes, but they really came and just gave us a little, little booty anthem. Like, you know, she got a little butt. So what? I felt that. I felt seen on poke it out. Okay. So I had to be thankful for that. Also, Angles, you know, that song had me in a chokehold all summer long. <laughs> that was on all my Instagram stories at the pool, the beach, all of that. Of course, that was a moment that Jamie Foxx sample. Go-Go, so many different genres blended together. He hit the top 15 on Apple Music with this project. Accolades coming through. And then, of course, he's going on tour now, that Under a Blue Moon tour. And, you know, January 18th, they're going to be in Raleigh. I will be front and center. So that is my spiel on Wale's for Lauren too. I am very thankful for that album. Nah, definitely. So uh, I'm not a huge Wale fan, but on the episode, we did give him credit. And, you know, I love old Wale more than anything when he um, was sampling the whole Seinfeld type of thing. Like the way he, Wale puts his albums and projects together is very for the culture. And there's always like a, a constant theme. So he doesn't just put out songs. He has the interludes. He has the skits and, you know, everything's always precise and done with a plan so definitely love Wale for that so good glad to see he made the top your top 10 for sure for Lauren too what a great follow-up to the first mixtape the for Lauren mixtape yes Wale what's your next one going on the album tip I'm gonna have to go with I'm really thankful and excited that Drake finally dropped the certified lover boy album this year Mm. so many ups and downs so many false promises when it comes to release dates. So many different th- times he hinted at it coming and it didn't come. It was like the boy who cried wolf, but then the boy finally dropped the album. What a moment. What a time. What a time to be alive. Pun intended. Exactly. It was such a big moment because we all thought that, um, well, thanks to, well, kind of thanks to Odell Beckham Jr. He was the one who was kind of teasing in the beginning of the year that Drake was going to be dropping it on New Year's or sometime in January and we saw that didn't happen and I was looking back through our podcast episodes and like Drake we mentioned a CLB update like all the time and we never got one until the whole um Kanye West and Drake thing going at it which we're going to talk about a little bit later but um it it kept getting teased we would get like he'd be in interviews mentioned that it's coming soon coming soon coming soon and then finally it dropped in September um everything from the uh, cover art to a couple of the songs that got leaked uh, in the meantime and then for that album doing such big numbers of course number one big streams uh, the looks like from the haircut the certified lover boy haircut the lyrics the captions every time Drake drops an album it's always a moment in history in my book so definitely one of the moments that I'm thinking for is that we finally got that album Yes, and we already went in on how we felt about that, too. We had our certified lover boy Labor Day weekend recap. So you go back to the Labor Day episode. You can hear just how we feel about every song on Certified Lover Boy. Still in daily rotation for me, so you already know the vibes of me and Drake. So I won't give my spiel on that. But I will go into my final one, and you knew it was going to be this man because he just exceeds every bar that has ever been set in hip-hop music. I'm talking about Jay-Z being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Just sets the bar for excellence time and time again. 
the amazing tribute video that we saw that they aired on HBO where it started off with Beyonce giving us a little J lyric. And then you just had all of these greats, peop- all of these greats and legends in our culture chiming in to give Jay-Z his flowers. So you had Rihanna, Regina King, Holly Berry, Lenny Kravitz, Naomi Campbell, for God's sakes, John Legend, Kerry Washington, Samuel L. Jackson, Jamie Foxx, LeBron James. Like, I see why they selected these people. They chose the GOATs in all of these various different fields to pay tribute to the GOAT in hip-hop. It only made sense. So that tribute video was amazing. Of course, it ended with his daughter blue ivy sang one of his lyrics which was adorable but one of the real real highlights for me was his acceptance speech because he really paid tribute to the genre and really gave the genre it's just due you know he talked about how thinking rappers couldn't make the rock and roll hall of fame because they would say that hip-hop was a fad and it was going to be gone in a few years and then he also went on to say that Uh, He had to thank the legends who paved the way for him to even do what he's done in hip hop. So he mentioned people like Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, KRS-One, Chuck D, LL Cool J, all of these legends that deserve to be recognized. And he made sure that he did that during this Hall of Fame speech and just really represented for the culture very well. I feel like if we had to pick a representative, like one person to speak for hip hop as a whole, it would have to be Jay-Z. And this was cemented in his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction for me. So I won't go on and on about it. That was just really one of my favorite moments in hip hop this year. I don't think anything topped that for me. No, of course, that's a big one. Like being able to like grow up and, you know, know Jay-Z songs and see his career and his uh, trajectory and then be able to see him actually get indicted into something as big as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like that as a fan, being able to see him accomplish that, that's just dope. For sure. Yeah, so let's get into your final moment. Hmm, what could it be? Me, my final moment is a recent one, but it is basically the up and down and I guess the finale of this Kanye versus Drake quote unquote beef um, reunion, as you would say. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay, Drake and Kanye reunited and it feels so good. Yeah, so that was like, do you feel like that's ending the year out on a high note? Do you feel like this is going to um, go on into 2022 to still be peaceful and resolved? Now, I have hope that it remains peaceful, but there's a little side of me that does like the drama and we, and likes the headlines. So <laughs> if say in 2022 they end up beefing again or something else happens, I'd be all for it. But for the reconciliation right now, I think it's a good kumbaya moment for sure to see from the whole Pusha T and the story of Adidon and things like that from like 2016 or 20, whatever year that was a couple years ago to now just being like, oh, thanks to Jay Prince, we're doing this free Larry Hoover concert together and we've, we've made up and we've been going at each other's girls or wives and families and <laughs> just making some real big, you know, headlines. And now it's just you know, God's plan and praying hand emoji and sharing love on each other's Instagram posts. So it's just dope to see. It is. It is. We gonna hope it stays this way. We really are. This is what's needed at the moment. We definitely need that, that UNITY as other hip hop legend Queen Latifah would say. So I think that's a great note to end it on today. I feel like that was a really, really good recap of the highs of this year and just moments that we personally are thankful for. Like, as a fan of hip-hop, as a spectator, as a participant, 
as a person who loves and lives this culture, that was just things that we are really, really thankful for this year. So that was a dope, dope recap, I think. Yeah, I think so too. We got some big moments going on this year alone. So it kind of gets me excited for what's what's left of this year to happen. And also how's 2022 going to be? Right. Well, I guess we'll see. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to us at right now. I know you're probably sitting at the table and you got the itis or whatever the case. You might be a little tired, ready to fall asleep after eating that big old meal. But just before you do that, just make sure you hit that follow button for us. And make sure you uh, tune into our YouTube channel. Subscribe there as well, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your family. Think about what you're thankful for. And we will be back at you with more daily news. See ya. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.